Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. You're joining me for the second part of our mid-season pre- reviews, aren't they? Yep. They're not previews, they're reviews. Mr. Lee Hancock, how are you, buddy? Good. Ready Excited, to go? Fired yeah. up for the Western Conference today? I am. I was surprised how much I loved doing the Eastern Conference last week. It just goes to show how... Um, how exciting of a season it's been mm-hmm. um, ready to rip into it another guy who's just radiating enthusiasm <laughs> as enthusiasm at the moment is mr rohancock how are we going look i tell you what we'll get into it shortly but i was looking at these western conference predictions going into the season and where these teams are currently at and geez i was mm. off by a fair stretch for a fair few of them to be honest with you i think most people would have been though. yeah there's been a couple of curly little ones that have taken Bloody place hope. so far isn't there i uh you know, our crystal ball mustn't have been working on that particular day. No, we're struggling. I, th- I think we got a few, all right, but there's certainly been some very notable changes in that. Mm, yeah, I think so. Well, the thing is, we did the predictions not for mid-season. We did the predictions where we thought that stand at the end of the year, and they still may be. How right you are, Lee. Yeah. It's a very good point you make there. A compelling case. So hopefully our fortunes turn around soon. Guys, before we get into the show, a big shout-out to both Stadium Scene and The Cover week in week out continuing to help us and other content creators out there showcase Mm. all their good work so certainly appreciate all their continued support from those two entities there Uh, as we spoke about this is part two of our our mid-season reviews um got it right that time there we go i'm (laughs) I'm learning that's the key um guys if you haven't already checked out last week's show be sure to listen back to that one and check out what we thought of the eastern conference at the midway point of the season um Guys, let's not stand on ceremony. Let's get Please into not. it. A lot to look forward to. So let's get into it. The Daily Dribble. Western Conference, Lee, mm. we'll start, we'll go alphabetically once again, starting with Team 1. Mm. The Dallas Mavericks currently sitting fifth in the West with an overall record of 24 and 22. Yep. I had them fifth coming into the season and they are fifth. So one Ooh. for one so far. Pat on the back. Good start. Am I buying into... The Mavs, uh, or I, I may as well say, am I buying into Luca? And do I think the Mavs are going to be a play a, a, a title contender? And I am not. I'm not buying into them yet. Um, they, I say they've been great. Luca's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, everyone around him has been so so. Um, Thirty-four points, nine rebounds, and nine assists, as well as a steal and a half mm. a game. Certainly an MVP talk. Oh God, he'd have to, to be. be. Yeah. Has to be. Um, we talk about him all the time. He needs a running mate, but uh, I don't think it gets spoken enough that they're lacking defensive capabilities as well. Absolutely. Um, Massively. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think that it wouldn't surprise me if they made the Western Conference final with the squad they've got right now. I would yep. be impressed, um, but I don't, I'm not putting them in title contention. And is that just because of the supporting cast? There's just not enough around Luca. you don't think? That is the main issue. But then again, the defensive liabilities come back to that as well. Mm. And row for yourself. So I I had them eighth, as Mm -hmm. Lee just said, currently sitting fifth. Yep. Um, I think him and Christian would have meshed really well together. Mm. The opposite side to that is when Christian Wood's on the floor. I tell you what, I reckon my... Well, I reckon I could score buckets. (laughs) I I honestly reckon I could. There is very little defense, as you said there, Mm. Lee. Um, despite him not playing too much game time, I did like the acquisition uh, a little while ago of Kemba Walker to the squad. Uh, but I likewise tend to agree with you, League. I just, I'm not quite sold on this roster going, making a deep run of it. Mm. It really just does hinge on Luca. If he were to go down with injury, 
Uh, it would be catastrophic to say yeah. the least. They just don't have any, they don't have a Brunson who can kind of pick up that slack at the moment. Yeah. So uh, I tend to agree with you there, Lee. I think they're uh, they're on the edge, but it, it's all down to Luca, and you kind of don't want all your eggs in no. one basket because no. No. Uh, chaos can strike at any moment in this league. Right. I had them at uh, sixth coming into this season and yep. yeah, currently sitting at fifth. I don't think there's a team which is as, heavily reliant on one player in the league as the Dallas Mavericks yep. are on Luka Doncic and there's a lot of weight on his young shoulders. We forget how young he is still, but he's got the weight of the world in his shoulders. And I tell you what, if I was Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks, I would be looking quite promptly at getting some more help because mm-hmm. there's clearly not enough at the moment yep. for Luka Doncic. Um, so, you know, and, you know, we've seen how they've lost Jalen Brunson over the off season and you just, Think, imagine what they could have done with him performing at the level that he's performing at the New York Knicks at the moment. Yeah. So it's sort of a what if, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with Lee as well. I don't think with the current squad they've got, there's not many squads who make it to the, you know, very pointy end of the season when they're so reliant on one player. Yeah. The exception probably LeBron in the early Cavs days where he's yeah. bringing those awful teams to There's the... always exceptions to the rule, isn't there? Is. There is. And Luca, to be honest, is an exception as yep. well. So of course. I'm not ruling it out, but far out. It would be an incredible effort if he made it there. Well, let's transition while you're on a red hot red hot run there, bro, mm. um, to the Denver Nuggets, currently first in the West the uh, mm. the clubhouse leader at the moment, sitting with an overall record of thirty two and thirteen. Mm. Now, I just want to speak about Jokic just for a second. I'll throw this to you, Ro. He's averaging twenty five points, eleven rebounds, ten assists, a steal and a half a game. He is leading this team to the number one seed. Can he become a triple time MVP? Yep. He can, and it's one of these, by this point of the season, in any other regular season, recency bias has well and truly kicked Mm -hmm. in. I don't care how good of a season you're having. Generally, there's some sort of discussion around, oh, well, he's won one in the past or he's won two in the past in Jokic's case, and he's not going to win another. But I think he's head and shoulders at the moment above the next best candidate for MVP. Especially since Giannis went down for yeah, those like, that absolutely. period. He was probably right there, 1A, 1B with him. Absolutely. Since he's gone down, it feels like he's really put the foot on the gas now, Jokic. And the Denver Nuggets sitting comfortably in that first position in the West. I don't see an argument which you could say that he's not the MVP at the moment, to be perfectly honest with you. He's just yeah. done everything that warrants what that award's all about. Um, I had them fifth coming into this season, though, okay. and... Looking back on it, that's probably a bit disrespectful because we've seen even without um, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. in the past, Jokic has been good enough to lift this team um, to really great heights, even though he obviously didn't go. I think they made it to the second round maybe last year. But anyway, regardless, those two are back this year and they're probably always going to be having a fairly decent season and uh, gee, they look like one of the teams to beat at the moment. Did you just say you feel a little bit disrespect? Like you give you've given them a little bit too much disrespect by putting them fifth? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. Shit. Why did you I, put them? I put them seventh. Um, yeah, well, that that hasn't aged well. Nope. Uh, KCP, I think, has been a tremendous pickup, hasn't he? He's yep. shooting the three ball at forty seven percent, only behind Jeez. Damian Lee from the Phoenix shooting forty eight and a half percent. There, he is lights out. You know, as a Lakers fan, having given him up. What would I give to have a shooter like that mm. in our ranks at the moment? I don't think we've ever come across someone. So, oh, actually, maybe Devontae Graham, someone like KCP, who we 
applaud as one of the friends of the oh, show he's when he's going really show. well, but when he's not hitting <laughs> shots, we don't associate ourselves at all with him. We're very um we're very fickle here at the I Daily Dribble, aren't we? we? Are. we haven't we... mentioned Devontae's name <laughs> since twenty nineteen. <laughs> he is long gone. Oh. We he haven't mentioned gone. his name since he hit that full court heave against OKC. Think... Yeah, 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 I do remember that one. Um, I just think in terms of the Nuggets before you go there, Lee, they're real. They're just so well rounded at the moment. Now that these heavy hitters are back in, in Porter Junior. in Murray, um, and because they're gaining so much attention alongside Jokic. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron Gordon is absolutely He's having great. a career year. And I think Bones Highland, the rookie there, has looked just top-notch coming off the bench. Again, a candidate, possibly sixth man of the year, rookie of the year, would be in and around the in and around the mix. Uh, but I just think their squad at the moment is tremendous. Mm. Even, you know, with Jokic at the minute, arguably a three-time MVP coming up, they they look probably like the favourites in the West at the moment. Mm. I, I've mm. got them in that that top tier that top tier at the moment. Yep. And they deserve to be. I mean, I, I think I, I had them uh, third. They're sitting first. As a Denver, if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, you'd be disappointed if they didn't make the finals because they are favourites right now. A lot of the teams that we thought were going to be up there with them, yep. Golden State, Clippers, Suns, the Lakers, they're not up there. So it'd be disappointing if they didn't make it out of the West on top. Jokic is just that good. He, he's a really good player and it's hard to it's, <laughs> yes, yes he it's, is quote that it's, it's, I agree it, it's hard to give him voters fatigue and say he's not going to win MVP because he has the two previous years when he's playing probably I'd say this is his his best season yet well um, with that do you think then in that regard and I, I, I think this if he is to win that third MVP mm-hmm. I think there's he's got to the the Nuggets have to be the number one seed. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Like, because the last two they haven't been and he's won it. I yeah. think just as a point of separation, you know, if they finish second, third, fourth, whatever the case may be, I don't think he gets it. And they finish be, first is right up there. It'd be cherry on top for the narrative side of it. Um, exactly. If, with the Denver Nuggets as a whole, the only thing that worries me when it comes to playoffs is. Their best players, their top players, Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. is probably the exception to an extent. But as true. I, I'm just saying those three players in particular aren't the best defenders. And when you when you come to the playoffs, you say, okay, I can either choose between my best players or my best defensive um, squad. Um, so that worries me a bit, but... So more so Murray and Porter Jr., are you concerned? And, and Jokic. I mean, Jokic isn't the greatest defender either. I think he can lock up when he needs to. Oh, yeah. And I, I quite like Gordon as that mm. defensive oh, stopper. That's why I think he is a, as a pesky kind of perimeter defender. Mm. I get what you mean, though, 100%. Like, you need everyone on lock. And yeah. I think teams, especially with Porter Jr., will look to target. Yeah. I was saying um, this to one of my mates the other day with Jokic. Give him a shout out. Who was the mate? Shout out to. I was talking to AJ. Shout and, out to AJ. Um, could, could you imagine if. Nikola Jokic was actually playing for a huge market team, such as the Lakers or yeah. such as the Boston Celtics, New York oh, Knicks. what would I give? He <laughs> would already have a statue. Yeah. I reckon yeah. he'd already have a statue out the front of the respective stadium. Yeah, of course. So the fact that he plays for the Denver Nuggets, it's almost as if, and it's ridiculous to say a guy bordering on his third MVP, <clears throat> he still doesn't get the credit that he deserves I just agree. because he's on such a, like, Little it's a small market team, team, isn't it? They yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, give him it's a statue. Out. He'd be the uh he'd be the probably the mayor of whatever city <laughs> he was 
Bayern in the in the big leagues. I agree hundred percent. He is doing phenomenal things. Uh, we'll transition to another phenomenal team, mm. the Golden State Warriors, who probably mm. haven't been as phenomenal as what we all anticipated this year. I predicted them for a first place finish. Currently sitting ninth with an overall record of twenty two and twenty three. Just started the season really, really slowly. Have managed to kind of chip away and claw themselves back into that into that mix. Um, and given how close it is for that middle portion of the West, mm. they're certainly right within a, in a playoff spot. Uh, they're also, you know, a chance of dropping out of the plane, given uh, how close it is. But, uh, you know, I, th- I thought they performed really valiantly whilst Curry was out. That was kind of a make-or-break little stretch mm. for their season. It yeah. was, yeah. Uh, but since his return, he's looked as formidable as ever. He's averaging 29.5 points on the season, 6.5 rebounds, 6.5 assists, and shooting the three ball at 42%. Ro, are they still a contender in your eyes, despite their kind of, you know, slow start to the season? Where do you see them fitting in this hierarchy? They are probably one of the one of the top maybe two or three teams that, I, regardless of what position they were, I would never write them off. You yes. can't write off a team like this with championship pedigree, guys who have played together for a long time, particularly their core group, played together for a long time. They have they have confidence in themselves. I don't care what position they are. I don't care that they're ninth. I don't care that they're in shaky grounds at the moment. If they're a possibility of making playoffs, they will make it and they will cause havoc for whoever they come up against in the playoffs. So I would rule this team out at your own peril because I think they're still one of the scariest teams when they're on. Mm. Did you guys happen to see the other day when they went to the White House and, and poor, <laughs> poor old 80-year-old Joe Biden, the, the uh, leader of sleepy. the free world, he, he looks half asleep every yeah, time, doesn't he? he but does. he's uh, he's forgotten old old Clay Thompson's name. <laughs> Speaking of I the big three, he's, he's kind of gone, you know, Steph, Draymond, and then he's gone. Uh, this great team. <laughs> no, he's just he's forgotten it's Clay's name. His name he's forgotten. Let's be honest. No, he's he's uh, he's notorious for it. But uh, that footage, was a funny moment. The footage that I was yeah, um, Andrew thinking of was Andrew. <laughs> He looked like he just blazed up about two minutes before he went in because his eyes were all over the shop, standing right next to Kamala Harris. And goodness me, he looked like he... Oh, I, I he wouldn't like to it. watch that back, would he? No, we no he would have yeah. w- woken up and I think, oh, I'm, I'm wig- I was wigging out. I love it. I love a fair play too. Are you wigging <laughs> Real ones, <laughs> Um Lee, what do you think? Are they are they still in in the mix? Are they oh, still? Of course, I, I pretty much mimic everything you said. You cannot write these guys out, especially. I think the fact that they've maintained their core group um, is the biggest factor. Where did you predict them going into the season? Second, second um, roles. Second, oh, yeah, second for me. Well. Yeah, cool. yep. they're not sitting there. They're sitting what ninth? They're ninth not, at the moment. Probably don't think they'll climb back up to around that second mark. But, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. And like Rose said, they're, they're going to cause havoc for whoever they come up against. Um, Clay had a slow, very slow start to the season, but he actually has um, bounced back quite strong. He had that 54-point game the other the other day. And I, I just checked the last 30 days he's averaging like 33 points, which I Is didn't he? know. Um, he, so he's Goodness. stepped up with, with yeah. Curry out, even though Curry's back now. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, they're going to climb. They're not going to finish ninth or below. I, I think the only thing before we move on from this team, and I spoke about this today with uh, with a bloke Justin I work with, top mm. bloke, been chatting a lot of ball, lots of good yarns. Mm. We spoke about with the Warriors, just watching them today, I think the piece they go for is a centre. I think if they're to maximise what they're doing with 
you know, this last little run of, of Steph, Clay, Draymond, et cetera. I would love to see them with the assets they've got, the young players make a move for somebody like a Miles Turner. Mm. You know, mm. I think someone who can stretch the floor, um, who is a defensive deterrent as well. I just don't know if Kevon Looney's the guy that's going to get them. You know, granted, they won the title last mm. year with him. Uh, I think just to maximise this core as it gets a bit older, somebody like a Turner would be a perfect fit. Like we were talking about, oh, I think I mentioned last week, we were talking about Clint Capella. Like, yes, he's he does what he's supposed to do to a certain extent. He's your meat and, meat and what is it, meat and potatoes type. Three veg, yep. meat and three veg. He just does the simple stuff, but he's probably not the guy who you want to have to rely on <laughs> as your big man any given night. So I, I, I agree with you. I think Kevin Looney, really solid, could be a really valuable you know backup big man but i don't really like the prospect of him starting as my center if i'm the warriors come come to playoffs and come to you know pointy end of the season very good lee let's go ahead a team we probably don't need to linger on quite as long Mm. uh the houston rockets currently 15th with a 10 and 35 overall record Mm. uh what do you reckon about this team? Where did you predict them going into the season? I predicted them 13th, but it could have ranged from 15, 14 or 13. Yeah, or I, I had 14. Yeah. Um, look, they're all improving individually. I think Jalen Green is um, th- more of the shots he's taking are landing, and that's all I wanted to see from him this year, really. It's never about winning this season, was no, it? No, just some efficiency from uh, uh, Jalen Green. I think Alvin Schengen has been a massive uh, bright spark in, in there uh, in the Houston Rockets organization. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Against the Lakers the other day, 33 points, 15 rebounds, six assists, four blocks on 14 of 17 from the field. Did you enjoy his performance that night, Nick? Uh, well, I, I was getting a little bit nervous as they closed in on the Lakers there. I was glad that we pulled out the clutch win, very much needed. Uh, but he was something else. Jalen Green... Uh, was solid. Jabari Smith Jr. was solid, but I tell you what, old Alperin out there, mm. he's he's a weapon. I'm I, high I, on Alperin. You're high on him as well? Yeah, ever since um, Christian Wood left. I, I mean, it, even when Christian Wood was there, I was like, if he got put into this starting centre role, he could probably do more than Christian Wood. Yeah. He got the mm. opportunity and he um, he's he's taken it. it was um, KPJ, it's a really exciting young core, isn't it? It, it is. is. You know, we're getting to see them develop and grow. I just I saw John Wall say something about the Rockets and his time there, and I completely agree with him in saying he he pretty much said these guys can't get used to losing in the NBA because so true. It, it's it's um it's not how the NBA works mm-hmm. is is essentially what he said. Um, so I'm excited to see the Houston Rockets win when that time does come. I won't don't really have anything else to mm. say apart from the fact I think you could still before the trade deadline look to cash in on Eric Gordon. Um, you know, he's obviously not going to be a part of their plans moving forward. I think you've, you know, even you know, last trade deadline, I think you've still got to cash in on him while there's enough value that teams mm. are going to be interested. Yeah. Especially now as we start to approach the playoffs, no doubt teams would be interested in a in a wily vet like that who can knock down the three ball. Uh, so for me, you know, continue to nurture and grow these young players, offload Gordon and and season done, pack her up for the Wemby Stakes, you beauty. Yep. Jesus Christ, like his expiry date at the Houston Rockets should have been like legitimately four years ago. And that's yeah. not an over-exaggeration. Like, it is like Miles Turner, isn't it? And there's always these players that are just every single time. It's kind of like Brad Bill with the Wizards Brad as well. As well. Yep. That are always in trade rumours. Yep, absolutely. Just, yeah, I can't believe he's still there. But 
I had them um, 12th coming into this season. Um, I, I knew it wasn't going to be a season where they were going to take too many leaps. And at the end of the day, as with a lot of these sort of young up-and-coming teams, particularly at the end of this season, you want to make sure you're in contention for Wemby or Scoot. So I think they've done, you know, that, I think they're in like as contention yeah. as anyone else in the, in the entire league at the moment. So um, I'm not disappointed with their season regardless of, you know, their win-loss record at the moment. Fantastic, lads. Four down, 11 to glow. Go, glow, glow. Geez. Oh, I tell you what, my skin is glowing tight. here in the old, uh, in the old YouTube <laughs> the video, isn't it? With, uh, yeah, is it sweater? Is it just my uh, nice tan skin glowing? <laughs> yeah, you're glistening, Nick. I, it's, it's warm in here, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's uh, like an Asian sweatshirt. for a reason. Yeah. Mm. Play the percentages, mate. Yeah, very, very well done. Uh, the Clippers. So, what a fascinating, fascinating team they are. They currently sit eighth with a record of 23 and 24. Mm. I... You've got to think their biggest concern is no doubt their injury woes. Oh, yeah. PG, Kawhi, both both missed extensive time this year. John Wall's currently on the injury shelf. Uh, they look tremendous when everyone's healthy, but it's just that fact of getting everyone healthy. And, mm. you know, just due to so much, how much time they've missed, I've lost faith in them. I think I have too. Um, Where'd you have them? I, I predicted them second. Yeah. Now, I think they really need to invest in a backup big man. I think Zubach is... is Great. He's mm-hmm. doing a fantastic job. If they're going to be a legitimate playoff cont- or championship contender, Moses Brown isn't the guy. He's, yeah, where's it, Batum? Is Batum starting at power forward? Yeah, but he's, he, he, you could play him as a small ball five, yeah. but I just, I think, you know, the, the guys like Jokic and whatever are going to eat him. Yeah, um, literally. I've, I've lost faith in this team, and I think this year for them is almost a bust. It's a make or break year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just given their injury concerns, I am low on the low on the Clippers. Mm, tell you what, we're talking about your head glistening, Nick. I tell you who who else's head's glistening. Stevie, Stevie Ballmer, mm-hmm. a lot, Stevie, a lot of money down the drain. Big bold head would be glistening because he would be feeling very nervous mm-hmm. at the prospect of this Los Angeles Clippers team just falling off the face of the earth, particularly with their injuries, as you were mentioning, yeah. to the key guys who were supposed to be, you know, bringing them into con- true contention for a championship. This was one of the ones where I was I was way off coming into the season. I actually had them as my first seed in the West Ooh, coming into the season. Yeah, okay. One of the notes I had was that the squad itself was as deep as there is, yep. if not the deepest in the league. The problem obviously has been that it doesn't matter how deep you are, if you've got half your squad out, you're going to get found out pretty quickly. Um, Amen. Amen. So I, I don't know if I can trust them again oh, That's it. come, you know, the playoffs because I, I don't think we're going to see any consistency with Kawhi. Like I still don't trust <clears throat> the fact that he's going to be able to string a heap of games together. Yep. PG, like if the guys that you're having to rely on on a night in, night, night out basis are blokes like Norm, like Norman Powell being your most like Storm consistent Norman. player, mm, yep. then I'm sort of feeling a bit worried if I'm a Los Angeles Clippers fan at the moment. Um, they've got a lot of work to do. They've got. I, I don't know if I'm 100% ruling them out, but I think the majority, I can't just can't trust them. Lee, what do you think? Have you lost faith in the Clippers? Yeah, I had them first as well. Um, so it is quite disappointing. It's annoying and hard to say I've lost faith because what what is holding them back is completely out of their control. I, I don't want to bash on them for being injured. Is but- it out of their control though? It, These guys are made of glass. Are yeah. they? Are they actually injured? 
or is it just a case of not suiting up? Well, well, it's they they obviously. I I think they want to get out there both for IMPG. I I do think the I. Is Stan Van Gundy a, a couple of days ago? Did anyone see his tweet? No, I must have missed that one. Um, he I can't remember exactly what he oh, said. No, you can't, you can't, you <laughs> you can't, can't say, say that. Did you see the tweet? And then you... <laughs> he pretty much the premise of it was yeah. is mm-hmm. players these days rest way more than um, players in the past, which is which is true. Shout and, out to Mikhail Bridges. He's got the longest active streak in the league. He's played every game since he came in, 385 games, give or take. Mm. He's not missed a game. time longest streak of games played is. But that just shows you, you can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit it's of ticker, like, No doubt, he, he cops bumps and knocks and whatever every night. He's suiting up. Yeah. But I, I've been wanting to put the uh, Shay Gildish-Alexander trade into perspective and who won that. Yes. I saw it. I don't know the yep. exact points, but he scored more points than both PG and Kawhi combined this season. Okay, see, with the draft assets they got that are still going to, you know, we're not sure what they're going to turn into yet. Big winner, I think. Got to say, if they do get healthy, though, uh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not getting rid of old trust. I, I don't really have trust that they'll come back healthy. Oh. But if they do, I have faith that they could mm. make it just because they're, they're sitting just below 500 and they've played hardly any games with their two-star players. So I just feel like, say, comparing it to a team like, we'll, we'll go the Nuggets. Mm. I feel like the Nuggets will just wax them this mm. year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like they will really kiss them. So yep. it's going to be interesting. Nevertheless, the Clippers, let's move ahead to their fellow LA natives. The Lakers, um, I predicted them for fourth, currently sitting at 13th with a record of 20 and 25. Again, another very disappointing start to the season. They've started to course correct a little bit. Um, it was horrible, horrible timing when AD went down, yeah. arguably playing some of the best ball of his career. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, I think they're going to be absolutely kicking themselves if they miss out this year. They're one in three in OT games. They've lost that many nail biters, buzzer beaters. Like my heart, to be honest, if I make 45 years old, I'll be stoked. <laughs> like I reckon my heart, the health of it is deteriorating very rapidly watching the Lakers this year. The first few grey hairs starting to pluck through, you, hey, Nick? Well, funny. Oh, no, I don't want to say Funny you say that. I had a haircut the other day yeah. and I was told there was one or two grey hairs spotted. Oof, that's cute. Um, yeah. It's, uh, You've it's seen all the side d- of my head. Yeah, it's <laughs> all down here from here, isn't it, mate? But um, Stressful. You know, just based on some of these games they've lost, it's just absurd. Um, the injuries have piled up. You know, Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, AD. Um, you know, how long can we really expect LeBron to perform at this level? Yeah. At 38 years of age, he's averaging 30 points, eight and a half rebounds, seven assists a game. Against the Rockets the other night, that game we mentioned a moment ago, he put up 48 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, 16 of 26 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3. You know, I think the key moving forward, they've got to have everybody, and I mean mm. everyone, fit and healthy. Uh, they're only a few games back, which is a testament to how hard they've worked after that dismal start, yep. uh, but just speaks again to that kind of log jam in the middle. It's I could see a world in which they make the playoffs, like finish in a fifth or sixth position. Mm-hmm. could also see them in the plane, but I could also see them not even making the plane. So mm-hmm. they're in a real juxtaposition at the moment. They're arguably the most unpredictable team in the league in terms of what they can achieve going forward, you know, yeah. for the rest of the season. I had them at eighth coming into this season, and that goes to speak right in the middle. I wasn't 100% sure if they were going to be, you know, contending or if they were going to be, struggling to get wins on the board and yeah. so far it's 
it's been a real struggle for them. And um, it's a real moment where you can kind of, you know, for as much as whenever there's something Celtics, you know, related going on, I love, I love hounding you, yeah. love giving it to you. And I've just got to sit here and take it now, don't I? You've got to take it, but I feel sorry for you. Oh, to be don't, with you. I don't want your pity. Well, you, you're getting I'm it. I'm getting you're it. You're getting All it. Right. I wonder if, what's your thoughts on this, Nick? Do you reckon the Lakers would, given the fact that LeBron won them a championship, would they be willing to offload him for Ooh. what he's done for the franchise and knowing that, you know, like as a lot of people have said, you don't want one of the greatest or the greatest two players of in NBA history to finish his career on a team like the Lakers mm. who are struggling. You see, I think, and just based off what LeBron said over the last week or two in interviews, I think they keep him, but they the front office just needs to click on these, these couple of first-round picks that we have, which are few and far between, mm. is it 2025, 2027? It's time for them to go. I think it's time so. to bring in the reinforcement and really go for it. You know, you've got one of the greatest, if not the greatest player of all time in your ranks. The, the time is now. It's 38. Throw the kitchen sink at it. Worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Mm. Uh, trade those assets and, uh, you know, come back to me in a couple of years when I'm crying that we've got, we're playing a bunch of bums. But, uh, Lee, what are you making of the Lakers so far? I had them uh, ninth. Yeah, uh, cool. they're sitting 13th. They, they've dipped way lower than I thought because I thought they could range from maybe 10 to five going into the season. I, I thought they were unpredictable and they still are. Um, LeBron is playing way more games than I expected him to, but it's out of necessity. Isn't I mean, it? it's purely because he has to, and it, it, it shows me that he's coming to an end. Um, and, and I don't think it'll be this season, but the fact that he's not sitting and he's out there playing, trying to get this team at least to the playoffs is, is telling me that his time is coming to an end. Another week or two and that scoring record will fall. Mm. Yep. Oh, yep. Geez. Big milestone. It will. It'll be a where were you when moment. <laughs> it certainly will. Hey, D, he's just, he's just always injured. I, I don't know what to, what to say about him. Um, he's the always class, injured. Man. When he was playing, he was great. And I didn't think he could have got back to that, uh, that skill level he did hope he gets back to it when he comes back from injury. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how great their odds are to, to turn it around. Probably not great at the moment. Mm, if you're a better no. man, they're probably not looking great. Has Darvin Ham been all right as a coach? Yeah. He, he, I think he's made the most of what he's had. Like yeah. it's, it's, you know, certainly circumstances have come into play with injuries and, you know, when, you know, you can scheme and whatever all you want, but when you've got Russ, you know, pounding the air out of the ball, not even getting up a shot against Philly the other yeah. day for the win, pretty much. You know, there's not much you, you can't really coach that. Mm. Um, Speaking of the coaches and Russ, did you see Russ yeah. talking to assistant coach uh, Phil Handy the other day? Yeah, saying you guys need to do better. Yeah, I, don't, is I, don't I reckon many all in the kettle black. Yeah. Russ, come on, man! Like, yeah, I, was, I love Russ. I'm about to say, like, come on. Perhaps they do, but also Russ, come on, come on mate. Like, come on, you got you have to be better as well. As, he, he again's a real Jekyll and Hyde because hmm. he, he's been knocking down the three ball. He's having some real moments. And then he just turns into a space cadet. Yeah. Like it's goes a real, rogue. Uh, yeah, he, does, he does go mm. rogue. So mm. uh, interesting things to play out there in LA. Lee, the Memphis Grizzlies currently sitting second in the West with an overall record of 31 and 13. Mm. Are you believing in them? Are they the real deal? <sighs> Is the real deal saying they'll make what finals? Well, let's say the real deal. They're in that championship tier. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be stunned if they made finals. 
it would mm. be, again, it would be very impressive, though, seeing that they're such a young team. I had them eighth, actually, coming into the season because I, you know, I, I didn't have the faith that they were, would be able to do what they did. What did George Michael once say, Lee? What? you got to have faith. You You're too faith. young. You're too young. <laughs> Showing your age. I, 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 didn't th- I didn't think they were going to have as near as uh, a good a season as they did last year. They've kept pretty much the exact same score. Squad, like with the exception of what Kyle Anderson, yeah, um, losing to Anthony Melton and the yeah. Anthony Melton, and they're they're probably doing uh, better than last year. Um, I feel like it's not so jar bowl dominant this year as well. I think Desmond Bain, um, for as good as he was last year, he's he's taken on even a bigger role. Um, I, I think they're they're in contention to make Western Conference Finals. Yep, for sure. There's there's certainly. What's good about them is at the moment they're, they're often blowing out teams and able to sit late in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they currently possess the second best point differential in the league, the, the first best point differential in the West. Big start. Jar, Jar Moran's having a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. MVP in contention, you'd say. 27.5 points, six rebounds, eight assists. We'll certainly need to continue on this pace of scoring an output and hope that the Grizz can clinch that mm-hmm. number one seed if he is to win it. Uh, after missing time with injury, I think Desmond Baines looked really solid on his return um, and it just alleviates a bit of the workload off Jar. Uh, but just for me, I still feel like they're just a piece away. I, and I, I don't know what the piece is. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably Stephen Adams. Uh, mm-hmm. For as good as he's been in the regular season, I don't think he's – I think he'll get found out pretty quickly in the playoffs. So beneficial to Jar he is, though. You know, he, he does the same thing he was doing with um, Shay at, at, was it Shay? Doing it with Russ. Oh, and Russ. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's this big brother type of player. I, I don't know what it is. I, it might not be him. This just, I feel a piece. They're just, just one piece away from being a. Maybe some a vet, yeah. some vet presence. Yep. Like an, an Eric, an Eric Gordon wouldn't hurt. Eric Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Another knockdown shooter. But on uh, his day. having a phenomenal season, I predicted them for third row. The Grizz, how are you feeling? Very good, actually, about them. Oh, I, I I predicted them um, fourth coming into the season. And yeah. to be honest, it was just a matter of thinking, well, it's a young team. They're probably going to naturally progress in a fairly decent direction. And so far they have. And <laughs> I love watching these teams who you know have really good chemistry off the floor. And you can clearly – it yeah. clearly translates onto the court as well. And um on their night, they look like as in sync as any team in the league. Um, and do I think that they can win the championship? I would say at the moment, probably not, probably not. But to be honest, if they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, it probably wouldn't be a surprise either. Yeah. Because on their day, and you were, discuss- and you were talking about the point differential before, mm. Nick, they can just absolutely blow teams out. So if yeah, they get into a habit of doing that, particularly in the playoffs, like if they get into that mode where they can just – destroy teams um yeah they're Look capable out. of doing dangerous things very good road push on mate we've got eight to go so we'll rattle through them the mate. minnesota timberwolves sitting seventh at the moment with an overall record of 23 and 24 what have you got to say about I, the Timberwolves? this is one of my most hated teams in the league i actually really don't like minnesota yeah, i don't either um i don't know what it is about them is it just the fact that they individually think they're better than they are should they be better than they are? Like it's, just a, it's just a number of different reasons. Um, I had them ninth coming into this season, currently sitting so seventh. Yep. And um, the go- I think something that added to it was the fact that they, throughout the um, 
what is it, throughout the bath with the baby water, throughout the baby water with the bath, whatever, oh, baby with the bath water, whatever baby it is. Water, I, yeah. got it right yeah, I don't even time. know what the saying no, means. I'm with you. Basically, they got rid of everything to get Rudy Gobert. And I just thought at the time that, that was, for what Balls they were in. putting, like what they were paying him, that was just the most ridiculous decision I thought at the yeah. time, given the makeup of their existing roster. Um, I don't like this team. I don't have faith that they'll, I'd, like I wouldn't be surprised if they fell out of the playing picture. Like I, I just don't. I wouldn't like this to be the team that I'll have to rely on any any given night. Um, like it doesn't even feel like they should be sitting seventh, you know. And that, yeah. that, well, due to a couple of results today, I think at the start of the day they were ninth or tenth. Yeah. yeah. So it just shows how close it is. You can really jump from seventh to eleventh probably in a day. Yeah. Um, so they're certainly not stable in ninth. As no. It were. Get D'Angelo out of there, by the way, as well. Yeah, I'm sick of seeing him at the Minnesota Timberwolves. I agree, and I think, you know, given what they gave up for Gobert, mm. like it's, it's horrible seeing what Walker Kessler's developed into oh, in the Jazz. Great. Did uh, I see something the other day that he was averaging more blocks than Rudy yeah, Gobert this year? Yeah, he's, he's been phenomenal in addition to everything else they gave up. I thought they were going to look a lot better, mm. especially on that defensive end. They're giving up north of 115 points per game. Uh, they've got a lot to figure out once Cat comes back into the fold as well because when he was in there, it looked very, very disjointed. Ant has been hit or miss. Um, he's been a little bit better in recent weeks but still hasn't found that consistency. Likewise, the same with Russell. Uh, did they make the wrong choice getting Gobert? Oh, yes. I think uh, I, I'd, I'd almost go to say it's a downfall, um, especially with Anthony Edwards. Not that I think he'd leave this year and probably not next, but after that, I think he's... Um, He's probably on the on the way out of Minnesota because I just don't see it getting much better than than this, and it's pretty bad right now. Um, it was pretty foolish of of Minnesota to think that bringing Rudy Gobert for as, as good as he is defensively that had fixed their whole defensive mm. woes by giving yeah. up the house, getting Gobert. It hasn't worked. Um, I mean, Anthony Edwards uh, as a player, he's not a great pick and roll passer. And that doesn't help their favour with, with Rudy Gobert being a good pick-and-roll player. Yep. I just think it was the wrong trade. They should have looked to build around Anthony Edwards a bit more. I agree. Um, I agree. Cat has been, and I've said it all season, he looks out of his element in that power forward role, even though that's the role he wanted, wanted to be in. He just can't keep up um, on the floor. God, I, don't, I don't know where they go from here. Probably, probably yeah, trade d is to start with, but I probably think Cat's also on the table maybe. Oh, interesting things happening out in Minnesota. As we said, they went balls in. A lot of work to do to kind of repay mm-hmm. um, that huge, huge sum that was given up uh, that, to get Rudy Gobert there. So certainly looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. So let's move ahead to the New Orleans Pelicans, Lee. Yep. Uh, currently sitting fourth with an overall record of 26-19. and 19. Mm. Started the season quite slowly before going on an absolute tear. Mm. Uh, they've regressed a little bit. Well, they were sitting top of the conference for a short while there. They were, yep. Uh, had a very slow last week or two, in no small part to, to big injuries. Brandon Ingram still out, Zion Williamson out. Yeah. Uh, what have you made about this team thus far? Probably one of my favourite teams to watch this yeah, in fact, the, yep. when they have everyone healthy, and even when they don't, they just play as a core unit. These guys, they're, like, deceptively deep. Um, they are, aren't they? They are. Jose Alvarado. You always, like, that always, when you said that, sounded like it was like a tentative question. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are. They are. Yeah, they are. Oh, they are, yeah. Um, oh, like, that's exclamation mark. Yeah. Yeah, when you look oh, at, look at who they got on that team. But, um, 
Devontae Graham they've got in their team. Devontae Graham, like go, Trey Murphy coming off the bench. Oh, the show. I, uh, I, I love how it's uh, it's almost like this heat culture, how it's just next man up. If Brandon Ingram's down, if Zion Williamson's down, there's there's going to be someone to step up. Um, when Zion is in, I think Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas' role dims significantly. He's not as needed, it should. As it, mm, yeah, as it should. Um, but, yeah, I think playoff time, health will be their major issue. And... Uh, you look at teams in playoffs and uh, injuries hurt you the most. You they look do. at the Bucks last year and they probably would have um, got on top of we, – we've oh, had yeah. this conversation, but I think they would have got on top of the Boston Celtics if uh, no. Middleton was there no. and he wasn't. Um, it, it just plays a massive role. So the ones who are healthy come playoff times are the ones that win. Yeah, I agree. And like Zion, when he's been on the court, averaging 26.7 rebounds, 4.6 assists, was in MVP talks for a little while there, especially mm-hmm. as the Pelicans made their charge up the standings. Mm-hmm. I think Dyson Daniels has looked fantastic, um, playing really good level of minutes in part due to the injuries. Um, delighted to see another Aussie doing great things, you know, following kind of a similar vein of Josh Giddy there. Mm, for sure. Um, yeah. I agree that their depth has looked good. The big concern for them is going to be their health. We haven't really got to see a good sample size of what it all looks like when it's all put together. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing a little excited. bit. A little bit. And it's been so good when we do see it. It too. is. 100%. Mm. So I think they're certainly a team to be feared when everybody's fit and healthy. And I think they might have almost been forgotten about a little bit in that kind so. of upper echelon just mm. because of these injuries and their slide recently. But at full strength, they are to be feared. I had them going into the season. Uh, I had them sixth. So mm-hmm. sitting fourth at the moment, really good. I had them seventh coming into this season, and I echo everything you you guys have said. So I won't say too much more. But you look at all the you look at all the championship teams over the last you know in history, really, and it's the teams which can really lock down that durability throughout the season. And yep. even if they don't throughout the regular season, they get it right at the pointy end of the season. And I tell you what, if the New Orleans Pelicans can get Zion, can get um, Brandon Ingram right come the pointy end of the season. I reckon they're going to be an extremely difficult out. Um, and yeah, I don't really see a ceiling for them to be honest. Like they Agreed. could they could beat anyone on their night, even in the in the biggest games of the year. I'd love to see a series with them and the Nuggets. Mm. Oh, I'd oh, be fantastic. There'd be some big big boys on the floor that night. Big doughy boys get the reinforcements. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, fingers crossed we get to see that. Roy, OKC. Currently sitting 10th mm-hmm. at 22 and 23. It really is a question that makes you wonder where they'd be had Chet Holmgren not got great question. Um, a great what a fun, fun team place. doing Thanks. fantastic things. Yeah, no, they, they have been. Um, I had them 14th coming into this season, actually. So they've definitely um, over-exceeded my expectations so far. And yep. I think I put them even lower again, as we were mentioning before, because you draft... Chet Holmgren and you think, oh, okay, it looks like things might be on the up here. And then before he even gets out mm-hmm. on the reg in the regular season, he um he does himself in, which is really unfortunate. He did a little mischief there, didn't he? He did. But I don't think any of us were, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think any of us were anticipating this kind of growth from Shea Gilgis Alexander. No. He was a really good player last year, but I sort of thought that that sort of same level of play would continue. Instead, he's elevated himself into a guy who's, Probably going in, going to be right in contention for the first um, first team All NBA. Thirty and um, a half points, five rebounds, five and a half assists, a steal and a half, and a block a game. 
incredible numbers fantastic and just like despite the despite the um the stats just so valuable to these uh this okc team too and those stats as well for as great as they were they've taken a little bit of a dip in the last couple of weeks just due to in part how good Josh Giddy's been. Uh, oh, I'm so happy over. you dropped him in our fantasy league and I picked him up. Yeah, I, I mucked up there. He's up to 16 <laughs> points, eight rebounds, six assists. He gave Clax the too small. He's He's oh. been, you know what I love? He looks a lot more aggressive in the paint. Yeah. And he's stepping into the three ball with confidence. Mm, he's had that real sophomore leap. Um, yes. And I think he's kind of just realized this season. He's big. Yeah. Like he's, he's a big, big guy. He's, big throwing his, he's a big guard throwing his body around. Uh, I had predicted them 12th. Uh, I'm loving it. SGA, you know, the, the Clippers, hindsight's 2020, isn't it? They, I think, let go a generational talent because he is, he is something else. He's a walking 30, isn't he? He is. He is mm. money at the minute. So loving what they're doing. And I think they're in a great position because they can, I think they should just, like they could go the route of shutting it down, shutting these players down and tanking the rest mm. of the season away. I reckon go for it. Yeah. See what mm. they can do. It wouldn't surprise me to see them make a playoff series, and it's good to get reps in these young mm. bodies. So, you know, I'm loving what they're doing. I have not much else more to say. I just wanted to reiterate what you just said. I love how they're not tanking yeah. right now. Yeah, go go they're pushing it. for a playing spot at ninth. It's like the Grizzlies, isn't it? Yeah. Like any playoff reps, when you've got a team that's that young, you know, we, we see all these teams. It happened with Jordan, the yeah. Celtics, with Tatum, Brown, mm-hmm. all these quality teams who go on to win a title, they've got to suffer some punches on the on the road to yeah. success. And, oh, yeah. You know, get those reps in as early as possible. And it's so hard to tell in the NBA when your time as a team has come, you know. Mm-hmm. Memphis probably didn't know they were going to climb the ranks that much. Like New York when they had their um, resurgence. like Indiana. Indiana. Yep. Like you just don't know. And if you get the opportunity – uh, in this case, OKC's opportunity. Take it. Fair play. Let's go ahead, Lee. The Phoenix Suns, wow, currently mm. 11th Gee. with a 22-24 and 24 record. Yeah. What a slide they've been on since Booker went down. They went just near the top of the conference. They've slid all the way to not even being in the plane if things would have finished today. Yeah. Chris Paul's health is a big concern. He was meant to return today, didn't end up doing so. Mm. Um, wow. Pretty, pretty. Big slide. I say pretty. I'm going to say very ugly for the Phoenix Suns. I guess putrid. The big thing, hallelujah. <laughs> the big thing recently is um, Devin Booker not being on the court. That's yeah. I mean, your best player out. Um, it doesn't help you. Probably has something to do with it. I will <laughs> contributing factor. You think? Mm, uh, yeah. Chris Paul is showing his age, but I'm surprised it's it's come this late. To be honest, he should have shown his age probably two or three years ago. I, I give credit to to Chris Paul. For being what near on forty and mm. six foot, six, six foot like small guard, and he's still like this serviceable in the NBA. Just shows, and I don't want to keep going back. And we bring him up multiple times an episode. Shows what a different breed LeBron is. Yeah, that he's almost getting better at thirty eight. Mm. Yeah. Yes, scary. Um, yep. I, I think, and I think I might have said it for Miami um, last episode. Phoenix Suns a couple of years ago got into the finals, lost in six. They had picks. And they sat on their hands. They didn't trade any of it to make themselves better. They're not really too much of a different team as they were when they made those finals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a regret I'm sure that they're living with at the moment. But, yeah, let's hope it turns around. No regrets. There you go. <laughs> yeah, real ones know Real ones reference. know that one. That's a great one. Roy, question to you, mate. Do you think their window's shut? Like they had two years, they were right up there. They had a chance to win a title. Mm. Uh, NBA finalists uh, the year before last really 
feels like they might have bottled it last year. Has their window shut, do you think? It's funny what difference two weeks makes because I think <laughs> I, a fortnight ago I said, oh, look, I don't think their window's completely shut, but look, I think it's I think it's shut and I don't think it's opening again. Yep. I think everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. I think coming even coming into this season, there was so much uncertainty around like key players like specifically DeAndre Aiden, not even wanting to play for Phoenix coming into this season. That kind of thing really affects you. I think that's where it started there. Yeah, it stems from there. Like they got the wins to start with, but when you have something like that with such a key piece of your franchise, that kind of disconnect, Mm -hmm. undoubtedly it plays on his mind. And for me, he's just lacked a bit of consistency this year. Um, He's lacked that kind of that controlled aggression Mm -hmm. um, on the offensive end. So you know, I, I'm. I tend to think that their windows shut. They seem a. F- they seem an absolute eternity away from those videos throughout last season where they were running down the race, mm. dancing, sort of a la Memphis Grizzlies style. They just seem like their team chemistry is taking a huge shot, and it's Absolutely. sort of translated into their fall from grace. I agree. Mm. Let's move ahead. We'll push on. Still a couple of teams to go, fellas. The Portland Trailblazers. It's Roy currently sitting twelfth at mm. twenty-one and twenty-four. What are you thinking of them? Been on a little bit of a slide as of late. They um, have. But the mm. difference a healthy Dame Lillard makes, he's averaging across 32 games this season, 29 points, four rebounds, seven assists. He's flying under the radar, at least my radar. Is that in part due to the fact that their record's not that healthy? You'd have to say so, yeah. Yeah, yep. If If they were sort of around top six, he'd have to be sort of in MVP contention with the performance he's had this year. Where did you predict them heading? I had them 10th. I had them 10th as well. Oh, there we go. Everybody Um, now. But, like, it wouldn't have surprised me if they they were 12th at this point of the season. You know, they they can reign. They're they're just a playing team, they are, I think, Portland. (laughs) Yeah, I still feel like Portland, uh, they've they've shown glimpses of other players on the team stepping up when they need to. Talk about, like, Anthony Simons in particular. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant as well is another one. That's Um, been good. Nurkic. Big, yeah, big Nurk, but big, big Nurk. Oh, he's been good though. Big Nurk. He hasn't been bad is, by any means. Is he the guy to get them into a playing playoff? So, and you think with Eubanks as his backup, mm. is that the big combo when you're matching up with some of these heavy hitters in the West and mm. you know the Jokic's that I keep bringing up, you know some of these other top tier big men, even JV. Like, is is that combo of Nurk and Eubanks it? No, it's not at all. And I think that, as I, as I was saying, I think they're just far too reliant at the moment still on Damien Lillard to propel them into success. And how long have we been saying, even during the CJ McCollum days, that Ooh. they do need more help, like the both of them, like at the time. And now it's just Dame Lillard essentially. Um, yeah, they're one of these teams which I don't really see propelling themselves, not this season and not in, not in the coming seasons, into true contention. Um, until they make some changes to perhaps add to their depth and make these necessary changes, like, for example, you are mentioning Nurk, perhaps Ooh. to offload a guy like that, maybe get a few pieces in return, get a, you know, they, they could do so much with the pieces that they currently have at the moment. I, I agree. Um, you know, they're in a funny spot, aren't they, between not being not good enough to bottom out mm. Or not, or too good to bottom out, should I say? Not good mm. enough to kind of compete or contend. But when haven't they been in that situation? They've been like that for the last probably decade. To well, be they, yeah, they have. 
They have, and that's mm. that's the thing. You, you know, you're kind of flogging the dead horse. It feels a little bit. When did they make the Western Conference Finals? Was that was that 2017 or 16? One or the yeah, other? Yeah, it was one of those years. But since then, yeah, they haven't really. And been it looked there like that was the to. point at which they could really go for it. Uh, but since then, it's just been that uh, middle of the pack mm. kind of flailing along. Maybe maybe we should give them the mediocre title oh it has to go to someone you've got to have a big big sample size and they're starting to get into that territory <laughs> sacramento had 15 years worth of it so. well let's move ahead to the king's lads because oh, the they're next i tell you what predicted 11th from me they're currently third at 25 and 18 <laughs> just want to give a shout out to one of our faithful listeners maddie westwood um Fantastic soccer referee, might I say. Mm, okay. uh, be sure yeah. to remember that one next time you're uh, reffing me, mate. Oh, <laughs> a little, uh, oh, mate. You, you pull on, you pull on your connections. But uh, I want to. Uh, I can't believe you've just done that. I want to. I have to issue an apology. Oh, it's, it needs to be a dollar figure. There's no dollar <laughs> figures yet. Um, oh, yeah, any underhanded tactics? <laughs> yes. You play the one percenters. I had to issue issue an apology during the week. You might have seen on our socials. Check them out. If you're not already following guys, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, uh, had to issue a bit of an apology during the week for one of the reels I made heading into the season, mm. um, saying that the Kings would once again be the most disappointing team within the league. Mm. Who could blame you at the time? Well, you know, the track record, as we just said, the track record was plain and clear for yep. all to see, mm. but they have, uh, they've been phenomenal. Mm. They've been phenomenal. Mediocre no longer. The Kings are rolling. Fellas, the key, I think, is just to light the beam. The beam is yep. being a... It's a, a difference, isn't it? Oh, they're, they're building culture. And that's what and that's I love. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. And they've got... Stuff, it. heat culture, king's culture. <laughs> where king's it's culture. It rolls off culture king's culture. Culture king. Culture king. There we go. That's low-hanging fruit, but I love it. <laughs> Australian love fans it. would know. Yeah, 100%. Um, they've got two all-star level players in Sabonis, who's averaging 19, 12 and a half rebounds, seven assists. Then arguably one of, if not the quickest players in the league, Aaron Fox with 24 points, four and a half rebounds, six assists. Mm. Just want to speak to, and I think we spoke about this probably a couple of weeks ago when we spoke of the King's Rise. Uh, the acquisitions of Herter and Monk oh, have been Red massive. Mm. Red and Velvet, ben. Silky Smooth, Malik Monk coming off the bench there. Their defense isn't amazing still, but I think mm. that just goes hand in hand with mm. the Kings. Yeah, they currently operate with the league's best offense at 119.9 points per game. Um, I just... Just looking at my notes here, I made a little uh, little typo. I said 199.9 points. <laughs> I, I know it was 119, but... Uh, 199. Sabbath they, would have been averaging 60, I reckon. The way they the go case. sometimes, it, like it wouldn't surprise you if they put up 200. Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. But, but I think now there's been a big enough sample size to really believe in this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're certainly... They're not a title contender this year, mm. uh, but I think they'll certainly cause some pretty extensive headaches for teams in the playoffs. Mm. So... Fair play to them. I'm all aboard this team. You know, I love, I love the shit kickers rising. You yeah. know, they've they've wallowed in that mediocre territory for so 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 long. Um, it's great. You know, Maddie there and all the other Kings fans coming out of the woodwork. I haven't even oh, been yeah. like considering how far they can make it because I'm just purely just happy that they're they're sitting third in the West. Just happy to be on the ride. Just, yeah, <laughs> but but Keep it does train rolling league. <laughs> it, it does pose the question, and it does have to be asked. How far can they make it, do we reckon? I, I think for me probably, I reckon ceiling second round. And mm. we're talking this year, are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. realistic. Yeah. 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 I like that. Mm. Going, going into the season, I had them 11th. 
Playoffs, that'd be stoked, though, in fairness. Oh, yeah. They've missed oh, yeah. out, what, 15 years? If yeah, they make the playoffs, ages. you'd be stoked. I think with the talent they've got and the way they're going second round, it'd be would be a good result. Yeah. Had in my notes for the prediction, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I had them 11th. I, I had written down some upgrades, got a new coach, Mike Brown, but it'll all lead to the same fate, missing the playoffs. Mm. And I... Our I'm second so, formal apology coming up. Yeah, I'm so yeah. I'm so happy to be proved wrong. I yes, all the players have in, improved um, individually. I think Sabonis has been great, uh, but yeah, um, Darren Fox has improved um, majorly. But Mike Brown, I think, should get as many flowers as he can. Coach um, of the year contender as well. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. he's my coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love Mikey Brown. Um, love not not too much to say, but yeah, I, I really. I'm proud of these guys. Rory, anything oh, you want to add there? Um, what did we expect? Matty Delavadova returns. The Kings Stuff. elevate themselves into true contender status. It's always going to happen. No, to be honest, not really much to add. But likewise with Lee and I'm sure yourself, Nick, I'm just happy to see them actually performing at a really high level for once because I was saying to you before, like in my time of watching the NBA, like I started watching the NBA in 2008, it's crazy to think in this entire time they haven't, Made the playoffs. Mm, incredible. Then. An incredible, incredible run, isn't it? Mm. So hopefully their fortunes turn around very, very soon. Let's hope so. Lads, I'll tell you what, we've got two teams to go. And if you're watching here on YouTube, be sure to subscribe mm. for one. If you're uh, still. If, of course they're here still. Mate, of course they're here. Oh, it's a long time. But I tell you what, our light is uh, is diminishing quickly. <laughs> we've so, yeah, we've gone, got about five minutes. I've gone from a nice shine to a uh, just a deep brown. We'll only be able to here. see your teeth soon, Nick. And I will say it does look good. <laughs> Like when you smiled, let's all give a smile there. Look at that. That's, that's a textbook. <laughs> textbook. But there you go. Winner, winner. Chicken okay. dinner. Let's go. Two to go. The Spurs don't need to touch on them very long at all. Currently 14th with a record of 14 and 31. Started quite hot considering what the expectations were. Mm-hmm. Have no doubt regressed to the means now. Operating in the Wemby Stakes area. Uh, they have the league's worst defense at 121.2 points per game, whilst also having the league's worst point differential Ooh. at minus 8.7. Not a good combo. Not too much to report, and I've got nothing else to say, but the big question will be whether they look to trade at Jakob Pertl mm. before the deadline. hope so. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. There's For no real... Jakob's sake, I hope he goes to a contender. Yeah, no real point in keeping him. Mm. Uh, nothing really else to say from the Spurs. You know, hope... it's just... Hope Doug McDermott goes too. He's a contender. Like Lakers, maybe Bucks. Yeah, I thought Bucks, but oh, I'd love to have him on the Lakers. Yeah, Bucks absolutely. Need to shooting. Um, yeah, not much to say. Kelton Johnson, I knew he was going to take on a bigger role, but geez, he, I, I'm calling him a shot chucker because a bricklayer. He's mm. a bricklayer. I think he puts up like 17 a game. He's. And he's at forty two percent from the field, which isn't terrible, but it's not great. It looks it looks way worse than it is. He's yeah. actually been one of my most underwhelming players this season, Keldon Johnson. I, I thought he was a hidden be gem, and he's been ordinary. Mm. I actually thought he'd be good, but he he has been ordinary. I had them fifteenth coming into the season. Nothing else to add. Should we move on to Utah? I love it. That's how you keep things rolling. <laughs> Momentum. Fifteenth and final team, the Utah Jazz, currently sitting sixth with an even five hundred record of twenty four and twenty four. Wow. Talk about a hot start, Nick. Came out of the gates just on fire. Have cooled down a little bit in recent weeks, uh, but are still having a phenomenal season, due in big part to Laurie Markkinen. Mm-hmm. You would think arguably probably favourite for most improved, him and Shea. Shea Tyrese, probably, but he's around Halliburton. there. Yeah. Um, the yeah. time with the Finnish national team 
which I spoke to going into the season, I thought could be a bit of a catalyst mm-hmm. for you him. You predicted it, I have to say. You're a good predictor. There's at least one every season. Yeah, I've had a couple of good ones. I don't want to smile too much to get those white teeth out <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> and moving to the Jazz, though, like sometimes all you need is a sea change. I think it's really rejuvenated his career. Um, they're in a real, for me, last point for me on the, on the Jazz, mm. they're in a real interesting position as to whether they, they push on with this team, see what they can make of this season. Or whilst they've built the value in some of these players, you know, Conley has been in talks of rumours, maybe Clarkson, mm-hmm. do they look to sell while some of these players are high? Just kind of retool around Markinen, mm-hmm. Walker Kessler, who's been phenomenal. Or do you get rid of Markinen? Is value well, exactly. the highest it, it could be? 100%. So in a real funny position at the moment, I think at the minute they can do no wrong. I wouldn't be that upset if they kind of just said, right, we're going to pack her up get what we can, build on that yeah. that chest of assets that they've got at the moment, kind of go for like a, a kind of OKC okay, step. So, yep. um, but then again, I'd like to see them have a bit of a crack and see what they can make of it. Yeah, um, they can probably just do that for another year. I had them 11th coming into this season and far out. Like I was hoping that hot run to begin the season would go for as long as possible because it was fun to watch because oh, it was so unexpected. You look at the players oh. on that team and – I know Laurie Markinen's turned himself into a really good star now, but like coming into the season, there was a lot of just like five out of tens on that mm, team. And yeah. it was so fun that they were winning just games. Lots of solid players, no out and out stars or real yep. bums. There's lots of solid players. Yeah, exactly right. I reckon they maybe give it another season. If it's going to be a season where this squad sits around the middle of the pack or a bit below, I think it's, Probably a good idea to yeah have a play around and see what you can do to either blow it up or trade them for legitimately you know good assets that will propel them into true contender status. Mm. Lee, what do you, what's your take on the Jazz? Um, yeah, they're probably still the most random team I've ever witnessed in the NBA in saying that in the players they've got on the team. But as I've said since they've started. Um, that massive run. I love how they can just go out and bowl freely, and, free, and somehow it? it just works. Yeah. It, it's been working. It. I was, <laughs> I, I was never a Laurie Markman fan, and I didn't have faith that he would, uh, you know, go go much further in a skill point perspective as he as he was on the Bulls. Yeah, um, he had those injury concerns as well, which he probably still does. Um, but I'm all for like trading him while his value is at his highest, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's a funny one before we wrap up there, how he would go if he went to another team. Like he's the number one on this yeah. team. Mm-hmm. He looks to be relishing that role. He is. I don't know how many other teams he could go to and get that same mm-hmm. role. Uh, interesting, but loving seeing what they're doing. They've got certainly some interesting decisions to make over the coming weeks. Lads, there concludes our Western Conference Mid-season review, all 15 teams tackled off the back of doing the Eastern Conference last week. Big couple of episodes, those ones, weren't they? Mm, far out. They're an absolute a movie length, really, and, at the end of the day. Well, they could have been a lot longer. We've had to kind of chew down a lot there just to kind of rattle through it. Otherwise, mm. there would be, yeah, it would be a full feature-length film. Um, <laughs> the sun has well and truly gone down. Yeah, it has, hasn't it, Lee? We're mm. operating in Finally got your teeth to light the room. There you go. You light, light the beam. <laughs> Light the beam. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us late in the piece here, for tuning in week in and week out. Let us know what you thought of our reviews there, what we got right, what we got wrong. A big thank you to everyone that's reached out during the week to chat ball with us. Keep them coming. Um, try not to call me out for too many of my past mistakes. I was about to say, if anyone else wants to hold Nick to account, feel free. Go for it. Yeah. Have at me. No, I love it. So continue to subscribe wherever you listen to the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. 
share with a friend, do all that good stuff. Stay up to date with all of our socials from the, for all the latest NBA news. Fellas, let's gear up for a massive back end of the season. It's going to be stellar. It's going to be huge. Guys, we can't wait to talk to you soon. Till next week, take care. Bye.